Welcome to Politics Welcome. and Right. Uh, Megberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Northeast Texas. Good morning, the entire Texas. Good morning, the world. We are going to have a great show for you today. We are going to have another important show for you today. So, folks, please be get your coffee. Get ready because we are going to be on the ball. We are going to be on the ball. How's everybody doing out there in the central studio in our control room? Howard and Jack, what's going on? Well, the mothership is up and flying, so I guess we're okay. I love to hear when the mothership is all up and running. Good okay. morning. Jack has, his, Jack has his thought for the day. So all right. So wait, 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 wait. Let's bring it in this way. Let's bring Jack in this way. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. He's not wearing his headset, so he can't hear you. He can't hear me, so I'm talking over him. How terrible am I? I'm the terrible well, guy. When you don't wear a headset, this is what you're gonna get. I got this. Okay. All right. Yeah, he was very busy. We're teaching him how to run your show without me. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, Jack, there's some big shoes to fill, Jack. Well, I know, I know. Yeah, you know those big old clown shoes? That's about uh, what it is. Nah, it's real big shoes, but it's not clown <laughs> shoes. But anyway, brother, brother Jack, what is the word of the morning? Okay, this is from the Dalai Lama. The goal is not to be better than the other man, but to be better than your previous self. I kind, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do too. Well, I like me, that. Obama was pretty cool. Yes, I like that. <laughs> you know, but it, a, big, a big user of Tide for those sheets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to get in trouble. There's going to be lightning striking in the in the uh, backyard, so I better go. Yeah, we don't we don't want lightning striking. But anyway, folks, title of the show today: Pence turns into McCain. Coke goes to war on Trump, but we're going to start with a big one. And if we get to the others, fine. If we don't get to the others, remember, you can always pick up the videos, etc. at politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter discusses all the things that we're going to talk about on the show. But you know what? I tell you, uh, I tell you what, I, I, I'm, I want to play a video to start the program. But before that, let's remember, there are many ways to get to the program. Uh, tune in to 90.1 FM Houston on the dial. You can also download the tune in application, tune in application from Android or Apple Store. You can go to kpft.org and click on listen, or you can go to facebook.com slash kpft Houston to see the program live. Facebook.com slash KPF Houston to see the programs live or watch it on YouTube, politicsdoneright.tv, politicsdoneright.tv. So what we're going to do, folks, is start with Mike Pence, the John McCain of Mike Pence, and then we'll get deep into the program. So without further ado, here we go with El Señor Pence. Mike Pence. The inner John McCain has finally emerged from Mike Pence. Mike Pence finally challenged a MAGA person, uh, uh, just regurgitating ridiculous crap. Listen to Mike Pence. Let's give Mike Pence some kudos for growing too. Here you go. If it wasn't for your vote, we 
we would not have Joe Biden in the White House. Right. Joe Biden shouldn't be there. And all those wonderful things that you and Trump were doing together would be continuing, and this country would be on the right path. Do you ever second guess yourself? That was a constitutional right that you had to send those votes back to the states. It was not like you were going to personally elect him. We all know by the number of votes that were there who won that election. You let me speak to that history for this country. Yeah, let me let me speak to the issue because I think it's it's an issue that continues to be misunderstood. But I know by God's grace I did exactly what the Constitution of the United States required of me that day. And I kept my own. But let me let me be very respectful of the question and tell you, look, states conduct our elections. You never want to let Washington, D.C. run elections. You certainly would never want one person in Washington, D.C. to decide who the president of the United States is. You weren't deciding. You were just sending it back to the states. Ma'am, here, let me explain it to you. States conduct elections. Iowa, where I live in Indiana. And after there were questions in a half a dozen or so states, we had, elected, we had reviews of the results, 60 different lawsuits that went to the courts. Where there are questions, there's two ways that they're reviewed. Number one is you take those issues to the legal process in the state for recap. Okay? Secondly, you take them to the courts, which we did very aggressively. Now, there were voting irregularities that took place. You had a half a dozen states that changed the rules in the name of COVID, but the courts upheld those changes in virtually every instance and in every instance where they would have had any impact whatsoever. At the end of the day, when Iowa certified your results and sent them to Washington, D.C., when Indiana certified our results, the Constitution of the United States in Article 2, is the job of the Vice President is to serve as the presiding officer of a joint session where you open and count the vote. Don't take my word for it. Go read the Constitution. Not really. I say this with great affection and respect. The Constitution is very clear. My job was to oversee the session of Congress where objections could be heard, and I made sure that objections would be recognized. So we would hear whatever evidence or whether debate there was. But the Constitution says you open and count the votes, no more, no less. The Constitution affords no authority for the Vice President or anyone else to reject votes or return votes to the states. Never been done before should never be done in the future. I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's actually what the Constitution says. No vice president in American history ever asserted the authority that you have been convinced that I had. But I want to tell you, with all due respect, I said before, I said when I announced President Trump was wrong about my authority that day, and he's still wrong. I believe it with all my heart. I want you to listen to what he said. Uh, that you have been convinced about. This is something that you hear me talk to Eric about, Lado and CSEC and other ones of our good um, uh, right-wingers here. Notice how Penn said it. I did not have the authority of which you were convinced of that I had. In other words, he's saying there were people you trusted that lied to you about the power that I had as vice president. And I wish 
and what I'm telling Eric and others is many of the things that you put on the screen here are people who have lied to you, who you have trusted to make you put these things on our chat or on our voice lines or whatever. But you know what? Again, you have been lied to. It's not there. And that is what is important. Now, Pence was mostly right. Well, actually, it was all right. Yeah, there were some shenanigans that occurred during the election. But guess where the shenanigans come from? came from? Remember what I spoke about? Uh, what something known as projection, projection, projection. What is projection? When you, uh, when you assert that others are doing things that you are the one responsible or doing. Projection. During the election, all the, all, the, all the things that they found during the 2020 election that were going wrong, people voting twice, dead people vote, etc. Guess where it was found? On people attempting to double vote for Donald Trump. So everything these guys were projecting, yeah, it was occurring, but it was occurring on the other side, people attempting to double vote for Trump, Trump, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let's remember that. Now, Mike, Mike Pence also made it look like he was magnanimous. In other words, I did the right thing. I did the constitutional thing, et cetera. But let's not forget that before he did the right thing, he tried his best to see if he had the authority on January 6th to go ahead and change the election. He even went to Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle. Remember Dan Quayle, the one who couldn't spell potato? Former Bush one's vice president. He went to him and said, hey, man, is there something I can do? Uh, must I, should I listen to Donald Trump and hold up the election in the, in, the, uh, in the Senate and the House. And Dan Quayle, the one that very few of us ever had any respect for, looked at Mike Pence and said, hey, brother, don't mess with it, man. You don't have the authority. Open the envelope, pass it along. That's your job. That's what the Constitution says is your job. Nothing more, nothing less. And eventually, Mike Pence acquiesced and said, okay, I guess I don't have any authority to do that, and I won't do that. He didn't do it because he didn't want to do it. He did it because ultimately he was convinced that he would have been, likely he would have been the fall guy because he would have been the one who messed up the transition process. Not Donald Trump. It would have been their vice president. You know, Donald Trump is great at having others take the blame for all the evil that he's done. All right. The second topic of the show, second topic of the show, corporate profits surge to one trillion a year as working people suffer. Corporate windfall profits surge to one trillion dollars a year as working people suffer. Uh, before I get into the subject, well, no, I, I, I tell you what, let's go ahead and get into the subject first. But I have a, a monologue, a, a narrative that I want people to get because too often we find ourselves defending these corporate profits and we, we find ourselves attacking our own, the masses, the people, 
as, well, if we do that, the corporations are going to stop doing this. And, or if we do this, they're going to stop producing this. Or if we do this, they'll take their business elsewhere. It's all fear tactics. It's all a lie. It's all uh, the fact is um, the fact of the matter is they need us. You know, important for us to realize that. Um, but beforehand, uh, before I go into the subject, I think uh, we have somebody on the line. So let's go ahead and bring in brother uh, brother Johnny, and then 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 I'll right. go into the subject. We've been waiting for Johnny all day. Come on in, Johnny. Oh, that's a big, heavy burden. I don't know if I can bear. <laughs> Johnny, okay. you are. So, you, look here. You can you bear the there? burden. Am I talking to myself? You're here. Hello. You're here, Johnny. Johnny is here. Can Johnny hear us? Okay, I'm not sure what is happening, but uh, until we'll find out. Yeah, that's okay, Johnny. As soon as uh, we clean things up, we'll get you back on air again. But I did hear you. But anyway, corporate windfall profit search one trillion. Uh, what I want to do is go into the article first, and then I'm going to go into the narrative. Here's the article. An analysis released Thursday shows that 722 of the world's top corporations made combined windfall profits of $1 trillion per year in 2021 and 2022 as people across the planet struggled to meet basic needs. I want you guys to remember that. Remember what was occurring. But let's stop. Johnny, come on in. Let's see if we can get you in now. Are you there, Johnny? Okay. Okay. I need to quit listening to the radio because I'm used to not hearing you uh, <laughs> on the phone. Okay. So are we back now? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, the lady in the red dress whose face we never saw back in the day when John McCain was running for office, just yes. like now, Mike Pence running for office, even though he kind of set her straight, there was an incomplete picture there. John McCain had lots of issues, lots of problems. And just like uh, Chris Christie and all the other Republicans, they have a genetic defect where they refuse to provide full, complete, honest context to their people. So how did that apply in the case of John McCain? He told the lady, oh, no, he's, uh, he's, a, he's, he's not a Muslim. He's a good family man or something like that. As if to say Muslim people are an issue, they're bad. That would be like saying, oh, he, he's not a Christian, he's a good family man, if I had said something like that. So there's always a problem. There's always an issue with Republicans, especially those who are running for office. And by the way, Mike, I think you might have alluded to this already, so if, I were, so if I'm repeating myself or if I'm repeating what you just said, and I sound redundant, that's I apologize for that. But... Uh, Mike Pence, you remember all his sins when he would say to, to reporters on uh, MSNBC, he would go, oh, no, 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 no. He sound like Santa Claus when they would bring up something Donald Trump said or did, and he would deny it. it that's basically gaslighting. So he gets zero cookies from me. He, it's too little, too late, just like Chris Christie when he told his gathering that Donald Trump was responsible for adding $3 trillion to the national debt, but then didn't tell them why or how he did it. 
No cookies. Republicans, zero cookies from me. I'm a strict teacher. I give you a F rating. F. You get a big fat F. No incomplete. No, no, no. You don't get to come back and try again. You have proven yourself a failure, Republican Party politicians. Goodbye. Hey, uh, Johnny, wait, hold on. I, I give him an F plus because, uh, you know, although, and the reason I give him an F plus is that it's better than zero, you know, but here's a, here's a kicker that I want everybody to realize, because I think this is important. The, the condition of the right wing mental state right now, that they believe many things that are false. It's not Trump's responsibility. It's everybody around Trump that allowed the lies to fester in people's minds as truths. And, uh, you know, once you cauterize that in people's minds, Johnny, it's a hard thing to get over. And, and the, the problem with Pence and all the others is not that they feared Trump. They feared what Trump, along with their uh, complicity, created. And it's like a runaway nuclear reaction. They can't get it back into the bottle. They can't really turn it around. And that's the issue. Too many people are convinced that anything you say, Johnny, it's because you're a progressive and you are a terrible person with horns. And, and the only solution for that is you got to get down there with those people and they have to get that switch, that switch that says, oh, my God, I'm awakened. I'm woke. Why do you think they always talk about this woke thing? They don't want folks to be woke. Exactly. And last, last words, John, before I go to the program. Another thing that we should be doing, besides what you just said right there, is the economy. And I gave you an example, I think, the other day when I was speaking to you, or maybe Steve Hunter, I forget. Sometimes I mix you guys up. I know it's hard to believe, but true. Uh, <laughs> we both bald. My next door neighbor just graduated high school. Three days later, he, he got himself a job. Uh, and like I said, he's the same guy who was wearing a Trump t-shirt not too long ago, not too many months ago, as a matter of fact. He was the same one I described to you at one time, was running around with his friends in a pickup truck with an mm -hmm. oversized uh, black-colored American flag. The same guy I've had to talk uh, to over and over again about different things. And then he wears that Trump t-shirt. But you know what's the uh, antidote to that? Bottom Tell line, me. his bottom line, yes. Yes. that he's being able to be successful after he graduated high school, a job, a J-O-B. That's the other thing we got to do. And uh, Joe Biden, uh, he can talk about all these job figures he wants, but until my neighbor sees it for himself, experiences it, it doesn't exist. Well, I, I tell you, he's doing a good thing. I think it's later on today. He's going into Marjorie Taylor Green's district. So you see this, these jobs that are getting created? I did it. Marjorie voted against it. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to have to be done over and over again. And it's not going to win most of them over, but it can win the amount needed to win that particular or win enough of that district to make a difference in the state. Well, not just Joe Biden. If Joe Biden's doing that, if you're if you're being accurate, that's a, that's a good thing. But he can't stop there. No, 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 no. I agree. Remember, I, I agree. told you. I've told I've got tried to get word to him, his administration through uh, uh, the speak, not, not the speaker, but the leader in the Senate. Uh, what's his name? I know McConnell. Oh, no, 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 Schumer, Schumer. Schumer, Chuck Schumer. I repeatedly 
try to get them to understand that they need to get word to Biden that he has to do a series of of uh, bully pulpit talks, to be brutally yeah. honest with the American people, about his party's complicity and that he's sorry for that and that he may, intends to make amends for that. And each, every other two, three weeks, he does a, a talk for an hour and a half where he details the sins and then what he plans to do to correct that. And one of the corrections would be including people in the Supreme Court that are unapologetic progressives. But you and I both know he's not going to do that. And that's what I was about to tell you. The problem the problem with Biden is Biden, you know, uh, it's all we get, but he is a neoliberal. He does believe in uh, completely in the, the, the institutions of, uh, of, uh, of the Supreme Court uh, and keeping things steady, unlike they who don't want to keep things steady. He does believe in an economic system that is, in fact, driven by corporations. In fact, all the policies, yes, it, his trickle, he called it Bidenomics, right? But the truth of the matter is uh, they are still biased towards the corporate state as opposed to biased to that which helps the people. And I'm going to kind of talk about that when I talk about these windfalls that I'm about to talk about. So, Johnny, get off of our line for one second, then you can call back in so I can get this stuff out, my brother, may I? Okay, I will call back because I have one other point to make about Bidenomics. Thank you, my brother. You have a good one. All right, folks, let me, let me start with this article, and then I have to expand, and it goes as follows. An analysis released Thursday shows that 722 of the world's top corporations made combined windfall profits of $1 trillion per year in 2021 and 2022, as people across the planet struggle to meet basic needs due to the price hikes that businesses have used to pad their bottom line. That is an important sentence. The, the price hikes, what are price hikes? Inflation that businesses have used to give their shareholders and their executives profits and bonuses, respectively. In other words, the humanitarian groups Oxfam and Action Aid found that the companies raked in a hundred point zero nine trillion no one point zero nine trillion in windfall profits. What are windfall profits? Windfall profits are profits that are significantly above the given corporation's average profit over the years. So they are making a lot more than what they make in the average in 2021. And they also made $1.1 trillion more in uh, 20, rather in 2020 and $1.1 trillion more in 2021. The, uh, that, that's an 89. Let's listen well, folks. That's an 89% increase in total profits compared to the average between 2017 and 2020, according to Oxfam and Action Aid's analysis of Forbes Global 2000. Rank, ranking of the world's largest companies, a major windfall during a period in which extreme poverty and global hunger surged. So this correlation makes sense, right? If extreme poverty and extreme hunger occurred in that period, and that is a period where these guys extracted money out of the economy, we can create that one-to-one -one correlation. That mother who was going to work every morning and paying $2 a gallon for gas, and the day after, they found an excuse to make that $3 a gallon, then $4 a gallon, that made that made that woman's personal economy 
much more difficult. It made her poorer. It made her poor. She could no longer buy the things if she was using $80 a week. Let's say $40 a week on gasoline. It's now $80. That's $160 plus a month that was taken away from her to provide some sort of a service to her kids, etc. And where did that money go? Did it go to pay for more expensive oil? No. It went into the pockets, as this report shows, of shareholders and executives as bonuses for doing so much better with profits. That's our capitalist structure. It's important for us to understand how it works for us to see how do we mitigate these things. The two groups found that 45 energy corporations made on average $237 billion a year in windfall profits, meaning above what they normally make in 2021 and 2022, while food and beverage corporations, banks, big pharma, and major retailers also cash in on the cost of living crisis that has been more than a quarter of a billion people in 58 countries hit by acute food insecurities in 2022. Again, we take the monies away, give it to the wealthy, and these are excess profits, meaning the the profit's okay if it's reasonable. But then you say, ah, we had a pandemic. We can hide behind the pandemic. We can hide behind uh, these, these laws. And somehow now, charge people more. That's called inflation. And while they want it, you know, you have people who say, this is Biden inflation, or this is inflation created by government. It misses the point, and it is our short-sightedness that allows it to continue. Because by blaming a government and not the corporations that actually are the ones raising prices above and beyond their cost and taking that money and putting it into the pockets of the shareholders, that tells you it's the system that is wrong. Come on in, Bard, and I'll continue with this after you speak, sir. Hey, Egbert. So I just wanted to talk to you about how good this, this Bidenomics is working. and, and uh, I know you didn't hear this on your MSDNC show, but I wanted to go over the transcript from the Hunter Biden text to the Chinese General Z. Mm-hmm. General Z, I have my my father's here in the room. When are you going to put the five million in my account? If you don't do that soon, you're going to have to reap. The whirlwinds of what you sow. If I don't have that money soon, my father's here right next to me. If I don't get the money, I hate to see what's going to happen to you. I don't want to hear from anyone else. If I don't have that money, you're going to hear from me. Okay, I'm glad you read it. You know, and you notice I, I let you read it, right? I didn't try to hide it or anything like that. Because it's already been debunked. It's already have been debunked. But I mean, you will not accept that. And most of the people. It's his bank account. It's in his bank account. Sir, sir. The the discussion, Bard, 
I did I did I let you read and talk uninterrupted? I did, right? Yes. yes okay, yes, thank you. you. Please, please give me the same respect. Okay. okay and then, and ahead. then you'll talk. And then you'll talk again. Now, uh, that has already the 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 this transcript has already been proven to be a, a lie. All right. I've, I I I I researched that. I looked it up. That transcript. It's not the truth. It's the same kind of fake stuff that has been going around. But you have the choice of believing that or not. But here's where I come in with the problem, right? It's not whether I believe that or not. It's about what is that going to do to make lives better for somebody else? When, we are, when you and I are distracted on this issue, let me stop for a second. Let me first give a, 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 a statement of humanity first. Bard, I don't know you. Bard, you may be on the right, the, the side of the, you know, conservative, etc. Bard, I have absolutely no reason to not like you, to hate you, or any of that sort. And when I'm speaking to Bard, I'm speaking to every person on the right or conservative. Because here is what something like what you're doing uh, when you read that on air, and I, I wanted you to read that because I want people to see that we are honest here. Um, it doesn't matter to me, even if that were true, even if that were true, because there's a lot of shenanigans that happens on all sides, right? If that were true, as long as I don't see that that had any influence with laws passed that affect the American people, I really don't care. That's why I didn't get in with some of the subjects with, with, uh, with, with Trump getting $2 billion from the Saudis, right? Unless he sold something to them of our national security, then I'll be concerned. But uh, my, my, my thing here is this, Bart. You and I have more important issues to worry about. What is going to be the health care of your wife, your daughter, your son, are we going to ensure that they can have health care and all these other issues? But they want us fighting about Hunter Biden. They want me to come and get your throat out because you have the nerve to come on politics then right and discuss Hunter Biden. To which I reply, brother, hell no. There's nothing that you're going to come on my ear and say, not my ear, our ear, and say that's going to piss me off and tell me, Oh my God, I need to fight about this and not try to get your wife to make sure she has good health care or to make sure that at retirement age, she's not in poverty. So now you can speak, my friend. Oh, well, that's where you're wrong because it does affect America because it's pay to play, baby. China pays Hunter and his dad gets a million and Hunter gets nine. And Hunter doesn't pay taxes on that. And then China gets a free pass to do what they want. They get our secret. All right. So let's, let's stop. Now that you've answered, let, let me ask you, give me the proof that somehow, what if, assuming that had happened, I already told you that that, 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 that particular discussion was debunked. But let's say it was true and, it, and you believe it, you continue to believe it. Uh, how does that affect or tell me materially what change to make your life worse because of that assuming it had occurred i got all this this stuff made in china in my house and it, it breaks and it's no okay. good and I, when, when did that 
Okay, you answered. You answered. My time to come back. When did that start, sir? When did this, we start making things in China, sir? It's been going for years. All right, so let me stop you now. You answered my question. Let me, let me explain this to you because this is where I say you and I need to be working together and not falling for the crap that the, 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 peop, the, the people use us as minions for. The reason we are in China is because the China's labor market is cheap. Or uh, the reason we are in Vietnam and all these places is we decided to sacrifice the textile jobs in the Carolinas. We decided to so, to sacrifice the manufacturing jobs in 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 the Midwest. All of that we did. Who, when I say we, I'm talking about the corporate control politicians, mostly on the Republican side because of the policies they effected. That doesn't absolve. Uh, what I call the the the, uh, the the not moderate Democrat, but the neoliberal Democrat who joined with Republicans to do exactly that to the people of the United States. That didn't start with Biden or a conversation with Biden, Hunter Biden's things. We have to focus and look at the ball. We have to stop allowing them to put this rift between us because this rift is what prevents us from telling those guys out there, kick them out and get the ones who support the policies that support us all. So what I'm telling you, Bart, and then I, I, oh, I thought I had to go to another call. What I'm telling you, Bart, is the following. Let's get off. Let's get off this stuff about Hunter Biden and all this, this crap that does nothing to make your life better. And don't be fooled into believing, oh, what he did somehow has an effect. It does not. Let's work together. I don't care if you're conservative. But let's select people who are going to bring back jobs from overseas so that we can have a manufacturing base here. We did that with the CHIPS program that just got passed. Now we're going to get hundreds of thousands back in Arizona, in, in, in New York, and all these other places as we start to rebuild CHIPS here in this country again, which we had we had seeded overseas. Now we're going to, after this supply chain issue came and bit us in the butt, we realized, oh my God, we better start manufacturing a few things here in the United States. I'm saying let's let's talk about working on things that make sense and that's going to make our lives better and not tit for tat like Biden did this and Ivanka Ivanka did that that's not that they want us talking about that because when they're pilfering us did you hear the the part that I just read what I just read and interpreted, what I just spoke about when I looked at you and I told you these guys made a windfall profit. But we, but we still give them tax breaks. We still want to lower their taxes. They made a windfall. What was that windfall? It's called inflation. They inflated our prices so they could take that money and pocket it. Can you see that, sir? That's a simple yes or no. Can you see that? Yes or no. Can you see that? We agree. We agree, but let's... Thank you. So stop. Stop, my dear brother. Stop, my brother. Stop. My brother. Stop. Let's stop. I'm going to take, I'm going to get us into San. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bart. It starts at the top. If our president is taking a $10 million bribe and that's the one he got caught on, who knows what he's really taking. Bart, Bart, again, Bart, Bart, no, Bart, Bart, Bart. Let's, let's, uh, let's give you that. Let me, uh, first of all, it's false, but let me go ahead and give you that. Okay, let me give you that. Let's say that's all true. Let's say that's all true. What I'm saying is, I don't, I'm not for the, let's say it's all true. 
But let's go ahead and look at what all these other guys have done. I, I am not going to waste my time on that really. I'm going to waste my time on th- something that's going to work for you, brother. I need to go to Donald Bart. But I, I look, I appreciate the call. I want you to keep listening. And I also want you to keep calling. Hey. And I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask you a favor. Okay. And that favor is the following. Please, when you're talking about these issues, always ask, what does it mean? And I'm not talking in the aggregate that you hear on Fox News or, or on, 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 uh, uh, on Newsmax or the others. Ask, what is this going to do for your immediate families? But we'll talk another time. Bart, thank you so kindly for calling, okay? Thank you. All right, let's go to Donald. Come on in, Donald. Hey, good morning. How's it going? I am doing fine. Donald, are you Donald Trump? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Okay. Um, right, left, it doesn't matter. But what you're saying is right on a lot of issues. And it's whoever our president is at the time is who we need to support. Might not like their politics, might not like their views. But the big issue is corporations, bigger government. People need to be accountable for themselves. I've worked in manufacturing. I'm driving an 18-wheeler right now. Thank goodness during COVID that there were resources available for me to better myself. So the resources are out there. People need to start taking responsibility for themselves, not don't get caught up in the smoke screen or look over here while they're doing this over there. Career politicians, why can't we see where their money came from? How do they go into office and then they're rich by the time they leave? Let's get people in there that will do good for the people that need the help. And that's kind of my point on this. Right or left, doesn't matter. If it's a good idea, let's go with it. Don, Donald? Where it came from. Yes, sir. That is, the, that is the sentiment I want Bart and everybody to have. And that is the reason I take the stance that I take. I take the stance that absolutely nobody is my enemy, except politicians, that is. Uh, and, and I'm serious about that, Right. I, I try to make peace with absolutely everybody, the Trump supporter, the Biden supporter, the supporter of all. I, tr- I try to do that because my goal is not Biden and Trump doesn't give a rat's you know what about neither you or me. We don't exist for them. We are just a, a cog. So my concern is if I can worry about my immediate, my immediate family, my immediate community, my immediate county, my immediate state, that is what really matters. But what they get us to do is exactly what you just said. Look over here while I do this over here. Now, the other thing about self-help that you talk about is important because, but we have to be careful with the way we say that, right? In other words, we can't, we can't ask somebody who doesn't have the ladder to climb up to the first floor. We have to make sure the ladder is there. And that is where I come in with the support from we, the people, the government. Let's make sure the ladder is there. And I don't think there's any disagreement with what you said. I think every able-bodied person should go out there and try to make it. But at the same time, I want something that is, as human beings, we give people a basic level of existence. Just the humanity in us. That separates us from animals. 
But the, because I tell you what, if I see somebody hurt on the street, I don't care who they are. I'm going to help them, you know, and I think most people are that way. Anyway, Donald, we, we're, lines are starting to fill up. So anything else you want to add, my brother? Hey, it's a good Samaritan and it's a hand up, not a handout. Dear and that's it. I love your program. And I'm, I'm as right as right can be. I'm sorry. But when somebody is right, I got to give you props. So Okay, let me stop you a second, uh, uh, Donald, because you don't know. Donald, let me tell you, first of all. What's your t- the mere fact that you say you 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 like the program and you're for, you're very much on the right? You don't know what that does to me. I, I want to thank you first of all for listening. I have a I have quite a bit of right wing listeners. We fight, we argue, we discuss, but that is what I want us to be be able to have that conversation. So thank you so kind. You have the uh, great rest of your day. Okay. At the end of the day, we're all humans and we got to get along. Take it easy. Take care, brother. All right, let's go. I, I want to go to somebody that I, have, that I haven't seen yet on the phone. So let's go to Brian before I go to uh, Johnny and Tag. So let's go, Brian. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. What's your definition of socialism? Uh, okay, the, the social, it's, socialism is a misnomer, right? Uh, socialism, if you look in the dictionary right now, it'll tell you that it's where the government controls all the resources of, and nobody owns land and it controls all the resources of production. That's how socialism is defined. I ask you to do the same thing with communism. And if you look in the Webster Dictionary, you'd notice that over the years, the definition have changed so that communism and socialism have identical meanings. But let me tell you, I'm not, for what I believe in, I, I want, what I want is not labels, but I'll tell you what I want. But I'll first defer to you to ask why you asked that question. Okay. Why would someone walk 11,000 miles to uh, seek asylum in the United States if socialism is such a great form of government? The second thing, do you know a communist? Have you ever personally met with a communist, a true communist? Uh, One thing that came out of a communist country other than the AK-47. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that first the idea of, of communism? No. Let me. Beijing, China. My wife okay. is from Beijing, China. Uh-huh. Uh, I know quite a bit about communism. Yes. What were you doing at the age of 16? What My I was doing, I did. I can tell you. Right. At the age of 16, she was forcibly taken away mm-hmm. from her family during the Cultural Revolution. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't happen, you don't report on it, right? That's not true. So let, let's talk. I mean, I'm glad that you call, first of all, and that you're civil in asking the question. First of all, I am orig- I'm not a born American. I'm a naturalized citizen. I came to America because America is marketed, in fact, as the land of opportunity. And it is the land of opportunity for those who get the means to but be able to. That's not at all true at all. At all. Sir, yes, if I. Sir. Sir, if you. I. And I listen to you. I'm asking you. I'm, do you, do we want to con- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Aunt Brian? Do we want to converse for you, us to really understand each other, or do you just want to tell me who you think I am? I know. I, let, well, let, you don't know who I am. Let me tell you who I am, sir. Let me tell you. Please listen, and then we can have some sort of a dialogue. It's important. It really is. What we've been, what we learned over the last several decades in this country to fight each other is exactly why you would say you know who I am. You know absolutely nothing about me. Let me tell you who I am. All right. 
I'm from Central America. I came over here because this place is marketed as the land of opportunity. And for me, it was the land of opportunity. I formed several companies. Can I finish finish talking, sir? I made you talk. I made you talk. Can I talk now? I gave you the opportunity to talk. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. All right. I came to the United States. It was the land of opportunity for me. It, uh, I, I formed several companies. I got a hell of an education. All these things that I did in this country, guess what happened? Guess who? Uh, I, yes, I paid an inordinate amount to go to school as a foreigner initially. But, you know, that could not have covered what was done in this United States. The, the system has always been there. We collectively did a lot together. We created great universities in this country. We created a lot. And yes, we created a land of opportunity. And that's what I want to maintain here, a land of opportunity. You then spoke about socialism. Let me explain what I'm talking about. I believe in bifurcated economies. There are certain things that belong in a free enterprise system, which means we have profit and loss and we have people, we we have exchanges of ideas, etc. And we also should have a portion of our economy that is not dependent on profit. Because if I see you, uh, Brian, hurt on the streets, if you don't have any money, I'm still going to make sure you're taken care of. And I think we have to have a society that does that. The idea that that shouldn't exist and that that is, uh, we call it socialism and and put the fear of people into that is what is wrong with our society and is what allows the corporations to do what they do to us. That we have many defending that a corporation can decide to create inflation and then pocket that money and give to other people. Those are the things that I fight. I'm fighting for the things what is for the you, sir. Rate of Venezuela right now. What is Say that again. Inflation rate. Inflation rate is. May I answer, sir? 439 percent in. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer for you. The inflation rate of Venezuela is 439 percent. Sir, what does Venezuela have to do with what I'm looking for, sir? Sir, what does Venezuela have to d- wait? What does Venezuela have to do with what I'm talking about here? That it, uh, who owns the highest oil reserves in the world? Venezuela does. Yes. And look at their economy and look what socialism has done. That's not what social. Again, you, sir, you, sir, first of all, I am not looking to create that, uh, that the government owns all resources. That's not what I am aiming for at all. And that is where that is where is what you're looking for, isn't it? Tax the rich, feed the poor. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. But wait, wait again, again, sir. Critical thinking is important, and I'm, I'm and the reason I'm holding you on this long on the line, you're sir. Not answering the question. I have answered. What am I missing, sir? You're not answering the question. What is the question? Give me the, 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 the opinion. Give me the it's question. Opinion, not a G- fact. Give me the question, and I'll answer it with a fact. What is socialism and where has it come from and how does society benefit from such a form of government? Okay, first of all, I answered what socialism was defined as in the Webster in the Webster dictionary. Secondly, where did it come from? Socialism is just a form of government like any others. The the third question is how can you be successful at it? Well, I could look at you and say the bifurcated type of economies that I talk about, you can find it in several Scandinavian countries that are very successful, people that don't have to work about losing your home on healthcare, but it, it goes beyond that because we have the we have the cash and the methods here in the United States to do even better. But again, 
if you are out there misinformed as far as what corporations are doing to our society right now and you and you are so you are so tailored on thinking that I'm an evil socialist as opposed to one who wants a bifurcated economy that is what allows corporations to do what they're doing to you right now now here is the kicker sir because it's very important that you see this as long as long as you sit back with the belief that somehow attacking what it's taxing the rich you have to ask the question how did the rich get rich how did the rich get rich let's let's go with somebody we can all we can both like how did bill gates get rich from capitalism and how okay again that that's that's not the answer and selling it at a profit no that's not that's not how we got rich but anyway sir Sir, listen, listen to what I'm going to tell you, okay? Selling a profit. That's how you get a profit. But wait a second, sir. Hold on a second. Again, critical thinking. Critical thinking requires here. Who created that which made Bill Gates rich? Who was the source of production of what made him rich? A consumer that wants a product. You can't answer? All right. Uh, it's it's clear that he doesn't understand. Let's go ahead and uh, jump to uh, uh, to Johnny. Come on in, Johnny. Johnny, you're on. I'm familiar with uh, I'm familiar with that caller, Brian. He's called many times. Johnny, I guess we must have uh, got that button pushed again. That somehow we can't hear the people because I can't hear Johnny. Okay, come on in, Johnny. I can hear you now. Okay, I hear you the whole time. You hear me now? Yeah, I that, Yes, go ahead, sir. Okay, I'm familiar with that caller, Brian. He used to call in a lot, and uh, I'm very familiar with his attitude. And he's not interested in having an honest, open discourse with you. That's why you were not making any headway. For example, when I point out that Bidenomics is the same thing as Obamanomics, in other right. words, any and all financing arrangements for uh, rescue relief packages or infrastructure is done by the way the, the way Republicans want. They don't want to tax the wealthy. They don't want to fill the treasury up with money in order to do it. They don't want. They don't believe in pay as you go. That's all a farce. What right. The first thing is. We finance it by borrowing money from banks in Manhattan and in China and then paying it back with interest. Johnny, 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 you're right. You have a lot to say, but I'm going to ask you to defer to me on this one. And we'll talk tomorrow because I have two callers and a little bit of time left. And I really want to get everybody that opportunity. So thank you again. And let's talk tomorrow and finish this up. Okay. I'm going to call you first thing tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Thank you, brother. That's great. That's great. We'll do. Tag, come on in. Morning, Edberto. Good morning, sir. Morning, Edberto. Yeah, I just had to comment for Brian there who started talking about socialism, communism. It's, it's my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, that Marxism was a study of a bunch of different governments over the over all the years. All the four organized governments, Marx looked to define that in different governments. And then when he started talking about socialism, Marx was trying to define how much it took for an individual to support themselves or themselves or their families. 
And, and so when you talk about the means of production, it was more about what's going to take an individual to produce to support themselves, not necessarily what a government produces. Is that correct? That, that is correct. And it is so important for people to uh, listen to Richard Wolf. I interviewed Richard Wolf, economist yes. uh, from Massachusetts, and, and he explains it in, in detail, uh, Tag. So, I mean, uh, what, what, what folks like Brian do is, and they're not bad people, they just regurgitate a lot of the well psychologically defined right wing message so that the corporate state can remain. That's what they do. And they're good. They, they're, they, they know what buttons to push. And the reason they, they go against critical thinking and they talk about anti-woke, et cetera, is they don't want their people to be informed. They don't want their people to analyze things, but tag, we have somebody else, Evelyn, I, I need to get to somebody else before we end the show. So I, I, I hope I gave you a yes, bit of, of time. Have a good day. You too, sir. Evelyn, come on in. Uh, come on in, Evelyn. Oh, hi. Um, I just want to make a comment about the the other person who asked you about socialism. Mm-hmm. You know, the answer is it's very simple. In socialism, uh, the community, the people as a whole, is, in, is more important than the individual. That's you know, the answer. Here you know, the Capitalism uh, is important the individual person. Your need, my need, not everybody else. That's the problem in the United States. And that is the, the difference between socialism and capitalism. And he asked you, oh, if, if the socialism is good, why people come here? So people come here because we see in the movies, you are in, I'm from Honduras, and in Honduras, I, I watch the movies from the United States. It's so much fun. Everything looks good. So people say, oh, let's go to the United States, look in the movies. You know, Hollywood is selling you the United States as a paradise. But when you, know, you come here... Yes, Evelyn, Evelyn, let me, déjame interrumpirte por un, un ratito, un ratito aquí. Let me tell you this. Sometimes callers or not sometimes, all the times, uh, you, you said it so much better than I did. First of all, let me just say that. Um, sometimes just saying it in a, in a simple way is the way that, that should have got it. But I think I feared saying it in a simple way because he would then think uh, what we're trying to do is change the, the United States monolithically into some socialist state, which is not what any of us saying. We're saying certain things belong in the social domain and other pe- uh, social realm, and others belong in the in in the in the uh, in the you know in the business world. And you're right. Capitalism only cares about capital. Whenever we do something in Congress, what's the first thing they ask? How is that going to affect? business. They don't say, how is that going to affect humanity? So Evelyn, thank you for making that so simple and so precise. Go ahead, Evelyn. And also another thing that I want to say, and I, I don't want to offend people, but you know, people in the United States are very ignorant, you know, about a lot of things, a lot of things. And Le- let, let, let me let me just let, let me just say let, hold on hold on a second Evan let me just say something so that we don't come across I, I know exactly what you're saying we are purposefully kept uninformed in in, in in the United States and it's for a reason right they the rest of the United States know little about 
Panama, Honduras, and all of that. And that's why Brian could say a lot of what he said. Uh, but I, I, I just want to take away, uh, so some people would take offense to just saying Americans are ignorant. That's not the case. The case is uh, the government, the leaders of the parties have made that too many Americans don't know about the rest of the world and how, and not only on the things that they do. Let me give a good example. When Brian, when Brian called in and he said what, what the, what the Chinese government did, he, he went and pulled people out of their house and locked them up. Didn't we do that to the Japanese during the world war? Didn't we do that to the slaves? Didn't we do that to the indigenous people? Didn't Canada do that to the indigenous people? All com- countries do bad things and the thing about it is what do you do going forward evelyn i gotta let you go quick give me 10 seconds and then i gotta get let you go yeah no just just that and also another thing you know uh, many people come here also because the united states is taking is stealing our natural resources and we don't have the opportunities in our countries because the United States comes to Evelyn, you just gave the answer why Evelyn, sorry, I'm sorry to talk over you I'm sorry because I gotta go but you gave a very important answer there when you said the United States, and not the United States, the corporations of the United States come in and take the resources of these countries and of course it's left without and in doing so that is what happens, anyway I gotta go Evelyn thank you for being here, anyway uh, uh, real quick, Howard, 10 seconds, Jack 10 seconds okay, uh, Jack, get over here alright, uh <laughs> I was I was writing some stuff down, and you know the Hunter Biden and all these little issues—they're ten seconds, brother. Issues. They're wedge issues, uh, uh, not ignorant, propagandized. Th- thank you so kindly, guys. We had a great show. We're going to continue this tomorrow. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.